like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. I try to take you all over the musical and spiritual and religious world with Song of the Soul, though there's no doubt that I have my favorites and preferences. If you've listened regularly, you surely know that I like it if my guests can bring some sunshine into our lives. There's no doubt that there are lots of calamities and hurtful actions in the world, but if that's all we talk or sing about, we're going to head nowhere but down in a hopeless tailspin. So I really appreciate today's Song of the Soul guest, Matt Wall. He's learned the art of reframing and looking toward the light when he's tempted to stare at the gathering clouds. He's got lots of talent and heart and substance, all of which he fills his songs with. I think you too will be uplifted and inspired by the music of Matt Wall. Matt, I'm so pleased to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be with you. You're originally from Eau Claire, but you're up in Duluth, Minnesota now. What took you north? My wife. She is full-time in the Air National Guard. We've been following her from position to position for the last several years. And so we went from Eau Claire down to Knoxville, Tennessee, to Washington, D.C. And we wanted to be back in this part of the world. So she put in for a spot here in Duluth, and we moved here in July of 2010. Does this have implications with respect to care for your son? Well, you know, it it does from the standpoint that I pretty much run him around as needed. Then when I go on the road to perform, then we need to bring in a, usually a grandma comes and helps out. And so it changes things a little bit. She's got an important job and it's not near as busy as it was. She was at the Pentagon when we were out in Washington, D.C. So left a lot more of the parental duties, let's put it that way, to me. And now that we're in Duluth, she's able to be a mom much more than she was when we were out there. So you're a husband, you're a dad and you're a musician. How long have you been doing the musician stick? Uh, I started that full-time in 1999. I knew from about sophomore year of college on that that's what I would love to do full-time. So pursued it throughout the last three years of my college degree and then made it my goal. Upon graduation, I, I got a job in the corporate world with the idea that I would cover my expenses and work as hard as I could to eventually walk out of that job for the last time and hit the road. And so did that in 1999 and have been doing it full-time ever since. I believe you have six CDs out there with another one coming. The music that you're going to be sharing with us today, where does it come from in your career? Is it all recent stuff? There's one song on the list that goes back to 2003 that was released on my CD called Endless Summer Sun. And so that's the oldest song. Most of them are, are fairly new. The Answer is Faith came out on my Fun Side of Life CD in 2005. Those have withstood the test of time a little bit better than some of the others. I like the messages in them. They still resonate with me, and I feel like my writing, I hope it's matured. 
So some of the newer songs, I think, dig a little bit deeper than several of the ones I, I had written as, as a younger guy. Well, get us thinking along with you. Give us some of your music, and let's see if it resonates. All right. Well, let's start. I, I like to look at today. You know, I'm a very, uh, well, my wife Cynthia would say a bit anal retentive, kind of a, a type A personality. So it's often, I often find myself projecting out into the future. And I feel when I do that, it takes me out of the present and my enjoyment of the moment suffers. And so a song like I like to look at today is just a reminder that, you know, today is the day. That's what we have. The moment that we live in is always the present moment to ignore the present moment in favor for the future, that usually is a tough way to live. For me, I feel like my present moment suffers as a result. And so I like the, the look at today as a reminder to appreciate the now, to live in the now. I'm usually setting up, oh, I'll, I'll be happy when this has happened and this has happened and that has happened. Usually, if I'm able to make those things happen, by the time that happens, I now have a new list of things that need to happen in order for me to enjoy myself. So it's a reminder to do that, to to forget the, the things that I think I need to set up in order to be happy and enjoy the day. Sunshine woke me this morning Beginning on my bed I got up and I tried to clean The cobwebs filling my head Something about me feels different I feel like I'm breaking free It's time to prove that I mean it I made a little promise to me I said goodbye cares and woes Winds a change of flow I feel them fading away I'm gonna live out the scenes I've seen in my dreams, you know I like to look at today The sunlight outside, it seemed brighter And I moved along with a grin Thinking about the time I've been wasting Keeping all those bad feelings in The world is so full of wonder There's so much to love about life I'll eat the call up in in it all, blinded by stress and by strife. I said goodbye, cares and woes. Winds a change of blown, I feel them fading away. I'm gonna live out the scenes I've seen in my dreams, you know. I like to look at today. Seem to get in the way Thinking on about tomorrow Forgetting to live today From now on when I take a wrong turn And I feel my mood start to fade I'll just try to laugh louder And remember the promise I made To say goodbye cares and woes Winds a change of flow I feel them fading away I'm gonna live out the scenes I've seen in my dreams, you know. I like to look at today. I like to look at today. I like to look at today. 
Wall says, I like the look of today, and I think we can all agree. It's kind of beautiful outside with this winter landscape right now. Someone commented to me just this past week. She was feeling kind of down about how ugly it was, and she's trying to remember the beauty of Christmas and feeling kind of down, and then the snow came, and she says, okay, the beauty is here. I can feel up. But, of course, what you're saying in the song is you don't need to have anything happen to appreciate this moment. For me, that's that's what I like to hold out. That's what I that's what I strive for. It's sometimes easier said than done. But for me, I want to be able to appreciate the things that I I feel like I often take for granted. The things that are that are here every day, like you said, you know, the snow. You know, there's something you can always find beauty if you look for it. And I guess determining ahead of time, you know, if I can wake up and say I like the look of today without putting any stipulations or rules on that, that I need this to go this way and that to go that way, and then I like to look at today, I find that I I can be a little more present and enjoy myself. In that song, one of the lines that you have in there is about throwing off the darkness. Is that something you actually get involved in? You told us that Cynthia says that you're anal retentive. I guess that means that she's right in every argument, too. (laughs) Are you of a naturally uh, positive, optimistic bent, or does it go up and down? It goes up and down. I think I I was raised with a more pessimistic kind of plan for the worst. And if it goes that way, then, you know, look, you've planned for it, you know. And so I work hard at trying to fight off my, I guess, my natural tendencies and maybe some of my upbringings that say, you need to think about the worst thing that can happen and be prepared for it. So I guess I probably tend more toward being a pessimist if I'm not paying attention to it. But obviously you are paying attention, so you don't live out your life as a pessimist. Is there a religious component to this, or is this family culture? Where do you get pessimism? Some kids seem to emerge with personalities that are so clear. Was this yours from day one? I don't really remember. You know, I don't know my parents and, uh, you know, my, my dad has passed and my mom has not, nobody's offered me any insight on it. I remember as, as a child wanting to be perfect. And I don't know if that was a product of being pushed in that direction or if it was just pressure that I put on myself. And so I think the pessimism came from that desire to have everything be as perfect as it could be. Because if it's not perfect, you know, if I'm not being pessimistic, if I'm not thinking of things that could go wrong ahead of time and something goes quote unquote wrong, then I've felt like I've made a mistake and then I have missed my mark of perfection. And so I think that's where it comes from. It's not, I don't look at the world as a negative place, but I look at things that can go again, quote unquote wrong as a personal mistake. I think that that's where that pessimism comes from, is the striving for perfection. Well, your music's pretty damn good, so (laughs) (laughs) show us how uh, your perfectionistic streak lives out through your music. Give us another one. I guess if you look at just musically, you know, the pure nuts and bolts of it, I certainly see the perfection come through in the recording. Some of those parts that you're hearing on these CDs probably were played 50 to 100 times in order to get every note where I want it, and there's still mistakes. The next song is called The Time Is Now. And The Time Is Now to me is one of those, it's, it's one of my favorite songs that I've written. And it's one of those battle cries where you feel really passionate about making something happen. And I know personally, when I feel like that, sometimes despite all the wonderful people I have in my life, I can feel hesitant to share that because I'm always afraid somebody's going to say, oh, here's why it won't work. 
and perhaps it's, you know, the voice in my head that I really fear the most that is telling me, oh, here's why you can't make this happen. Here are the things that are wrong with your idea. Here are some things that you might need to look out for. And it's a song that really I play for myself and I, I share with others as a reminder that when you feel passionate about something, you need to go with those passions and you need to understand that, again, the now is what we have. You have to do it now. Now is the time. We've got the now. You've got the passion. It's time to follow the passion. I'm tired of always waiting in the wings. Feeling like I'm missing everything. I'm watching this world and it's passing me by. And I'm feeling regret with each moment that flies. I know there's got to be a better way. So I'm jumping in and live on today. I'm here and the time is now and I can't change it anyhow. Wouldn't want to even if I could. The sun is shining, it's my time. Gonna grab this life and make it mine. Dance the dance I knew I always could. It sure feels good. Throughout my days I sat so scared And so unengaged I gave in to my fears And it made me so small I got so much to give And it's time I stood tall I'm tired of just trying to survive Gonna let this world know I'm alive I'm here and the time is now And I can't change it anyhow I wouldn't want to even if I could The sun is shining, it's my time Gonna grab this life and make it mine Dance the dance I knew I always could How far I'll go, never will till I start Whether I fly or I fall I gotta know I gave it my all I'm here and the time is now And I can't change it anyhow I wouldn't want to even if I could The road is calling, it's my time Gonna grab this life and make it mine Dance the dance I knew I always could It sure feels good It sure feels good It sure feels good Matt Wall nails another one. The time is now, and it sure feels good. You say it very well in that one, Matt. It's so easy in our society. I guess maybe being uh, left-brain directed, we get into this sequential and dissecting, and we sometimes forget the flow that we're going with so beautifully. That song is a good reminder, so thank you for that. 
Thank you. You mentioned Cynthia and how she can look at your personality. What side of the spectrum is she? Is she one of those optimistic people? I mean, some of us, you know, look to mix our light and darkness in our lives. Or how did you get to recognize maybe the darkness or the complications that you turn towards so easily? How did you learn that that wasn't what you wanted to be about? You know, Cynthia is very much an optimist. She's a, a definitely a glass half full kind of girl. And it's funny because we were doing, uh, we were in Eau Claire a few weeks ago doing a personality workshop together. It's fun to do because she is, we are really polar opposites. And that, uh, that can be wonderful from the standpoint that we support each other. You know, we kind of fill in each other's missing pieces. And it also, you know, can be a challenge just like any personal relationship. I guess the way I credit her for uh, helping me sort of see the light, you know, out of the darkness, as you mentioned, Years and years ago, we were living in Eau Claire, and I had never been one to turn to any sort of, I guess you would put it, self-improvement or self-help or anything like that. And we were out shopping for office supplies, and she came over with a book that she thought looked like a good book. And I had never heard of it, and she had never heard of it, but she wanted it, and she had happened to have left her wallet at home. So she said, you know, she wanted me to buy this book. And so I looked at it, and I said, ah, you know, I don't, you know, we don't, why do you need that? And, you know, she was insistent enough. And so she brought it home and she read it within a day, you know, raved about it and passed it on to me. And I read it within a day and it sort of opened the floodgates. We went from there through, you know, just about if you started naming authors in the self-help personal development genre, we probably have their books, have their CDs, you know, have even attended workshops. And it sort of branched from there into metaphysical, into some new age reading things like that. And it really led, you know, I've filled journals and journals trying to analyze why I am the way that I am and try to take what I like about myself and try to change what I feel holds me back. And so I really credit her with and her upbeat, you know, her positive personality in getting me to, again, see the light as far as how I would like to live. Well, it sounds like a delightful journey that you're on together. Give us some more music, and I'm sure it'll show us more of your journey. Well, in this next song, it works perfectly into this next song. You know, we, uh, we're we still relatively new parents. Our son is four years old, just turned four at the beginning of November, and we're going to have a baby girl in March. A long time ago, I don't remember who wrote it or where I heard it. I would love to be able to give the credit that's due, but I read that if you really want to make something wonderful happen, you shouldn't think about what you need to do, but you should instead think about who you need to be in order to make this something wonderful happen. And that really resonated with me. I really liked that. And I took it a step or two further and made it even more meaningful to me. And that led to the song In My Son's Eyes. My ego ran the show for 35 years Looking out for number one The way seemed so clear I was chasing my dreams and fame, not caring about nothing but building a name. That's all changed thanks to one little boy. Now he's in my life. I feel balance and joy when he's by my side, just three feet high. He looks up and says, Daddy. Those big blue eyes I think in my son's eyes Who do I want to be 
and he's looking at me. What do I want him to see? I want to be loving and caring, gentle and kind, but stronger than steel. When I've got the mind, I want to show him a world where dreams can come true and be a shining example of what one man can do in my son's eyes. Focused on doing, never stopping to be, plowing through tasks that meant nothing to me. What's next was the question, do more the reply. But that stuff had no meaning, and I never knew why. Until I learned in my son's eyes who I wanna be. Looking at me, I know what I want him to see. I wanna be loving and caring, gentle and kind, but stronger than steel. When I've got the mind, I wanna show him a world where dreams can come true and be a shining example of what one man can do in my son's eyes. Got me down, lost and confused, and I need to dig deep and pull myself through. I ask one simple question: not what, but who. And the way seems so clear; it comes shining through. I ask in my son's eyes, who do I wanna be when he's looking at? I want him to see. I wanna be loving and caring, gentle and kind, but stronger than steel. When I've got the mind, I wanna show him a world where dreams can come true. Be a shining example of what one man can do in my son's eyes. Son's Eyes by Matt Wall. His website is mattwall.com, and Wall is spelled W-A-H-L. It's mattwall.com. You can, of course, always find the link from northernspiritradio.org because you are listening to a Northern Spirit Radio production called Song of the Soul. My guest is Matt Wall. He's up in Duluth, Minnesota. He's got six CDs out there, a seventh one in the making. Go to his website, find about where he's performing. His recordings going back to 1999. You've got riches at your fingertips. And riches for you personally, Matt, is your son, who you mentioned now is four. How did the birth of your son affect you? Did it take you by surprise, this power, this connection? And that's the experience I've had. I've just become a grandfather for the first time a couple months ago. 
and I'm watching my stepsons as they they're blown apart by the experience. I think something that certainly I never expected it before I arrived there, and that's what they're saying. It's the the power of the connection, the experience, the relationship is out of the blue, and and so it's it's a revelation. It really is. That's a great description of it. And it's, it sounds, I don't know what the, what the right word is. You hate to tell somebody who hasn't experienced it, oh, you'll never know what it feels like until you experience it. You know, I think that that, I don't like the way that that sounds. And, and I can't, you know, obviously assume what somebody else has experienced. But personally, the way that I felt after Eric was born was was something that I hadn't encountered. It was feelings that hadn't been stirred up by the the other things that had gone on in my life. So it really is like you described it. It was new. It's it's powerful. And we're very excited to go through it all over again in March. Well, that is exciting news. Congratulations on that new one coming in. One thing that you say in that song is about, uh, you know, being goal-driven it's all about my career, that kind of thing. Did you massively switch your life at the point when your son arrived? Oh, absolutely. You know, we had moved to Tennessee. My wife had taken a position at, uh, she was an instructor at the Air Force Base just outside of Knoxville. Eric took us by surprise. You know, she just sat me down one day and said, you know, we're going to have a baby. And the first thing I thought, I thought, well, how is this, you know, how am I going to be able to perform? How am I going to be able to selfishly keep my life exactly as it is? and just add this new element into it. And of course, it doesn't work that way. So it was really, it, it was, yeah, a complete kind of revamping of life as I knew it. I stayed home with him for the first couple of years and wouldn't trade that for anything. That's just been, you know, it's been fantastic to get that connection with him and be there for everything, you know, first words and first steps and, you know, all those wonderful firsts that take place in a, in a baby's life. You know, I realized it, it really comes down to, I guess, uh, sort of a, a reordering of things as far as what's important. So you've done that reordering. And how would you put your priorities now? What would you say is the important part for you? Well, it's certainly, you know, it comes down, it's, it's people, you know, and it's the time that you get to spend with those people. It's the love that you feel. It's, you know, there, there are things that are there that are, are intangible and so much more powerful than material items or goals that you're seeking, status that you're trying to attain. You know, it's really, it's the, it's the love and connection that I didn't know would have that much meaning to me. It seems so strange to think about it, standing here so alive. But one thing for certain, someday we're all gonna die. If my time came today, I think the first thing on my mind would be the things I know I'd want to do. Just one more time, one more time, I'd like to hold on, little baby boy. One more time, I'd want to hear him laugh, feel that love and joy. My car and this guitar and all this stuff of mine Don't got a thing to do with what I'd want to do Just one more time Sometimes it seems so easy to get caught up in the day 
Piling up possessions That only stand in the way When it comes down to it None of that stuff's worth the dime And I trade it all for a chance to do things Just one more time One more time I'd like to sing another love song for my wife One more time I'd get to tell her Thanks for sharing my life Watches, rings, and fancy things Well, that stuff's just fine Don't got a thing to do with what I'd want to do Just one more time my guest today for Song of the Soul. He's up in Duluth, Minnesota. Got six CDs out there. You can find them by his website, mattwall.com. Wall is spelled W-A-H-L. Go there, find his smiling face and his presence. Where do you normally perform, Matt? What's the kind of venue that you reach out to? Well, you know, I really like places, ideally, like any singer-songwriter, I really want to play in places where people value original music and are willing to sit and listen to songs that they maybe haven't heard before. That's the ideal, and it doesn't always happen exactly like that. You know, there are are venues that I play. I I like places that feel good, that are friendly. I, I want families to be able to come and listen. I love concerts in the park. I love outdoor festivals. You know, it's fun to be back in the Midwest in the fall. September and October, you know, every weekend we've got these wonderful family festivals all over the Midwest. So places like that, I love to be outside. For me, it's always about how much of my original music and how many of my stories and inspirations for the songs can I share. I feel like if I'm doing that for people who are willing to listen to that, then those are my favorite shows. So you're not just a jukebox up there spinning the tunes, you put in the patter talk. What's your objective in the course of a performance? 
in my original shows, I, I've got a theme to them. I like to call the fun side of life. So for me, it's about bringing the idea of the fun side of life to the people who are sitting and listening. And for me, the fun side of life is made up of enjoying yourself, you know, liking the look of today, like we talked about earlier, getting that attitude going right out of the right out of bed, you know, feeling good about the day, embracing the present moment, having fun with life, laughing as much as you can, trying to stay a kid at heart and looking at this crazy life as an adventure. You know, those things kind of all come together to me to create what I call the fun side of life. For me, I, I need a little push out of that kind of goal-driven, material item-driven world. And I, I hope that I can provide that for others. Well, then do it for us. Give us more music. Well, this next song has got a story that is just, this is an older song too. This goes back to 2005. It's recently found its way back into my playlist as one of my favorites because of our son, Eric. You know, we moved to Duluth a year or so ago, and I'm the kind of person I was raised in a way, I guess, I, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. I end up overly critical of others. And I guess what I've come to try to embrace is the idea that everybody in the world is doing the best they can with what they know. We're all in different places, and we're all seeing the world through different eyes, and we're all bringing our own perspective and our own experiences to every different event. So if I'm out on the road and somebody pulls in and cuts me off, for instance, I can evaluate that in several different ways. I can say, how can that person do that to me? You know, don't they know I was here? How, you know, and I can get all bent out of shape out of it. Or I can say that they're doing the best they can with what they know. Maybe they didn't see me. Maybe they thought they had enough room to pull out in front of me. So my perspective, I can assume things that make me feel better. And I've often heard people say, you know, that they don't want to forgive somebody for something like that, for a traffic incident, for something they said, for a misdeed. And I've often heard it said, you know, you don't necessarily forgive somebody for them. You forgive somebody for yourself. And again, assume that everybody's doing the best they can with what they know. So we're sitting in our living room in Duluth one day, and our son, who is three at this point, looks across the street and tells me that there's a cow in the neighbor's yard. And we live in the city. We are very much, we're in a beautiful little neighborhood, and there is pretty much no way that there's a cow across the street from our house in the city of Duluth, Minnesota. But our son is a super smart little guy, and he's very observant, and so if he's seeing a cow, there's got to be something. And this went on for about six months, where he'd say, Daddy, the cow's back. And I'd come and run to the window, and I'd look across the street, and there was no cow. And I started thinking, well, is it a birch tree? You know, what, what could he be seeing that would make him tell me that there's a cow? And so this kept going on, him seeing the cow, me not seeing the cow, and not having any idea what he was talking about. And we have this little thing we do when my wife goes to work every day. We sit on the couch, and we wave to her goodbye from the front window. And we did that one morning, and as soon as she drove past, he looked and said, Daddy, there's the cow. And from the corner of the house across the street, I saw the biggest Great Dane that I've ever seen walk from out of the back of the house, and he had markings exactly like a black and white cow. And I thought, there's the cow. And we instantly christened him cow puppy. To me, it was the best example of somebody doing the best they can with what they know. He had never seen a puppy that big. And every cow he had ever seen had exactly those black and white markings. So why wouldn't he think it was a cow? He was doing the best he can with what he knows. And it's about love is about that acceptance. It's about that forgiveness. It's about the realization that the people around us are all doing the best we can with what we know. And it often feels better to just let them be and let them do the best they can with what they know instead of getting all bent out of shape about it. It's about love and understanding 
just who they're here to be. We're not here to judge or be demanding, but live together in peace and harmony. We run into different people as we go through our days. Some of them seem difficult in the most trying of ways. It helps to remember they do the best with what they know. So give a wave, a nod, and smile, and let those people go. Cause it's about love and understanding. Let people be just who they're here to be. We're not here to judge or be demanding. In peace and harmony Sometimes we're faced with troubles And the world seems unfair We think they're out to get us And no one seems to care That's when we need to look At the way we live Cause what we give comes back to us So love's the thing to give And it's about love And understanding Let people be just who they're here to be We're not here to judge Or be demanding But live together in peace and harmony Any day with the love we bring So celebrate our differences Makes the world a better place It starts from within So put a smile on your face And it's about love And understanding Let people be just who they're here to be We're not here to judge Or be demanding But live together in peace and harmony One more time It's about love about love. You're listening to Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production. Go to our website, northernspiritradio.org. You'll find our archives of the past six and a half years. You'll find links to our guests like Matt Wall, and you'll find a place to put your comments. Place your comments on our site. You can help us know what you like, what you don't like, and where we might want to head in the future. I accept suggestions for upcoming guests, too. So please reach out and touch us after having listened to wonderful musicians like Matt Wall. Again, he's up in Duluth, Minnesota. He's originally from Eau Claire. How could you possibly leave Eau Claire, Matt? Eau Claire is a great town. I do like it a lot. I'm always happy to come back there. And, I, it, you know, it'll always be home. It's just I, I always tease people. I say when people say, well, you should move back here. And I said, well, if there was an Air Force base there for my wife, we could move back to Eau Claire. But these last few years and probably the next 10, that's how long she has until she retires. These are years about her career. We will just keep following her around. It sounds like she's going to get to put in her last 10 years right here in Duluth. And we are thrilled about that. Duluth is a great city, too. Well, it sounds like you found a place to put down some roots as opposed to gypsying all across the country. 
quite a contrast going from Eau Claire to Washington, D.C., back to Duluth. Are you a person who likes traveling? I love to travel, but I also like to be home. There's a, a wonderful poem that I found in the back of a book. It's called A Double Life by a fellow, Don Blanding is the author. And it's about those two sides. The one side of you that wants to roam and see all that there is to see, and the other side that would like nothing more than to be on a comfortable couch in a familiar place with a good book. And so I always feel kind of torn in both of those directions, which is why I like that poem so much. It's just about sort of going with the flow. But Duluth is a beautiful spot. We're thrilled to be up here. If this is where we get to stay, that would be wonderful. And if we get to go somewhere else, we'll just make that wonderful too. And, you know, that's sort of the the point about the next song is just sort of taking life as it comes and not having a predetermined idea as to what's going to be good and what's going to be bad. There's a story that I love to tell. And again, this is one I wish I could give credit for. Maybe somebody can tell me where it comes from. But it's a, it's a story about a farmer. And one day the farmer's horse runs away. And the neighbors hear about it and they all come running over and they say, we heard your horse ran away. That's terrible. And the farmer says, we'll see. And the very next day, the horse comes back and brings with it six wild horses. And the farmer's neighbors all hear the news and they come running over. They say, we heard about your good fortune, those new horses. That's wonderful. The farmer says, we'll see. And the very next day, the farmer's son's trying to tame one of those wild horses. He falls off and breaks his leg. And again, the neighbors hear the news. They come running over. They say, we heard about your son's leg. What a tragedy. The farmer says, we'll see. And the very next day, the army is coming to the village to draft all the young men, send them off to fight in a horrible war. And they see the farmer's son there with his broken leg, and they pass him by and let him stay home. And again, the neighbors all come running over. They say, we heard your son doesn't have to go off and fight in that war. That's wonderful. And again, the farmer says, we'll see. And the point to me, that means so much to me, because I'm always so quick to say, oh, this is wonderful, or this is horrible and instantly put it in that category without realizing that there are so many things in my life that I thought were going to be terrible that turned out to be wonderful blessings. And there are things that I thought I wanted so desperately to happen and didn't turn out the way I thought that they would. And so you just have to go with the flow. You have to roll along. The things that used to mean so much to me Seemed like someone else's memory Dreams I used to make for now look like a prison cell So high, I guess it shows you just can't tell So now I'm feeling my way as I roll along Like making up the words to a silly song Who am I to do the planning or to judge what's right and wrong So I'm just feeling my way as I roll along Dwell on the past or look ahead Keep pacing, racing, chasing till you're dead But the running round in circles won't get you very far You'll just wind up tired right where you are So I'm just feeling my way as I roll along Like making up the words to a silly song all done with the planning and the judging right and wrong And I'm just feeling my way as I roll along Why? 
And everything I know might be a lie But in all my years of seeking Trying to find some key All I had to do was be So I'm just feeling my way as I roll along Like making up the words to a silly song Who am I to do the planning Or to judge what's right or wrong So I'm just feeling my way as I roll along I'm just feeling my way as I roll along That was Rolling Along, and we are Rolling Along with Matt Wall. His website is mattwall.com. Remember that Wall is spelled W-A-H-L. You ever wish your name was spelled W-A-L-L and people would get it right the first time? Well, it's funny that I often get W-H-A-L. That's a common misspelling. And I always thought it struck, you know, my brother and I joke about it because we both go through the same thing. And I if somebody's last name is Dahl, everybody knows to spell it D-A-H-L. But there's something about the W and the H that people want to put them together. And the other thing that you might appreciate is most of the time people call me Mark. I don't know why. My email address has Matt in it twice. And I'll send somebody an email. I've never spoken to them before. And they will email back. Mark, thanks for the email. And so I don't know what it is about me that gets Mark. But maybe I should have been Mark. I think it's a good name. It is a good name. <laughs> I'm not knocking Matt either. I think there's room for Marks and Matts in this world. True. I guess had I gone by Matthew, maybe nobody would say Mark. Could be. The clock is ticking down now, so I think we've got time for one more song. What do you want to send us out with? It's a song called The Answer is Faith. It piggybacks nicely on rolling along because it's uh, it's easy to set up in your head the way that you think things, at least for me personally, the way that I think things need to go in order for me to enjoy myself and in order for me to be happy. And like that last song says, I try to just roll along. I try to just kind of coast through things without the judgment, without saying this is good and this is bad or this needs to happen. And the way to do that for me is to have faith. And I don't necessarily mean faith in a religious sense, although it could be if you want it to be, but it's just the idea that we are where we are and where we are is good and where we are is where we're supposed to be. And we couldn't really do anything about it if we wanted to. You know, we're just where we are. You can focus on the good in it and make that choice and roll along with where we are if you've got the faith. Struck by a sunset the other day Realized it wasn't the sun slipping away It was the earth hurling through space and time Held by an energy that's flowing through your life and mine So how can we reach out and touch the stars when they seem so far? How can we trust and surrender? Sometimes it seems so hard So many questions I've had It's a search to find my place I think I finally found the answer Together, there's 
Nothing we can't change, so how can we reach out and touch the stars when they seem so far? How can we trust and surrender? Sometimes it seems so hard. So many questions I've had. It's a search to find my place. I think I finally found the answer. Got just a little time to figure this thing out. Make sense of this crazy world and what this life's about. And snowflakes and the joy in everything. Light instead of darkness and the love that light can bring. So, how can we reach out and touch the stars when they seem so far? How can we trust and surrender? Sometimes it seems so hard. So many questions I've had. It's a search to find my place. I think I finally found the answer. is faith. You said it true, brother. I did want to ask you, though, Matt, do you have a religious background? How has that changed? You mentioned when you and your wife started doing the reading, the self-help reading, you got onto the New Age edge things. How has that played out in terms of your religious or spiritual progression through your life? Well, it's really, it's made a, an enormous difference. You know, I was raised as a congregationalist, and I still, you know, the, the church in Eau Claire, the first congregational church, I still, I, I love it there. It's a great place. It was something that was important, you know, to my folks growing up. And so we went to church a lot. And then as I became a, a young man and a, and a young adult, it was something I sort of got away from for uh, quite a while. And with a lot of the reading that we've done, I, I can't remember, you know, what brought Cynthia to the Unity Church in Eau Claire for the first time, but she, it really resonated with her. And I think the very next week she brought me and we found a spiritual home there at Unity and just a wonderful group of people. It's just something that feels good. And so I, I, I count myself more as a spiritual person than I do a religious person. I believe in a higher power and I believe it's a, it's something that exists within each of us. I think it's accessible and I think it's something that we can tap into. And I, you know, I love the idea of the universe and of a force being more like not in a Star Wars sense, but just like, a, you know, the universe being more what I look at as, as kind of a, a God, you know, or as a, as a higher power, as opposed to just what people have written in a book. And so I don't know if that makes any sense. I guess I have trouble putting it into words, but I, I do count myself a very spiritual person. You're right. The reading that we've done and the studying that we've done is uh, has opened my eyes to a lot of things that I never would have accepted or even thought about as a younger man. Well, you asked if it made sense. It all made sense except for one thing. Okay. When you dissed Star Wars. <laughs> I love <laughs> Star Wars. I just, you know, the first movie my dad took me to, and we're st I'm still wrestling with whether or not Eric's old enough to see it, but my dad took me to Star Wars at the State Theater in Eau Claire when I was four years old. And he said that I sat the whole time on the edge of my seat, enraptured with the uh, with the movie. And so it's yeah, I didn't want to, uh, 
I didn't want people to think I was, you know, saying forces in like, you know. Well, but actually my point is that I guess you could say that Star Wars is a different a myth or story or... Well, I think in a lot of ways what George Lucas was going for, at least, you know, I don't maybe it's maybe I'm wrong, but I think it was a way of him to say that there is a universal power, that there is a power out there that we can all tap into. Right. And that's my point. So they call it, you know, use the force, Luke, and the dark side of the force. That's theology it really that is. he's putting in there. And and it's helpful for our days. And so if, if they tell the myth again in words that work for us today, I think that's perfectly fine. We don't always have to be talking about the same myth. It doesn't have to be Thor, although I like Thor, too. No, you're right. That's a, it's a good point. And I, so I certainly did not mean to diss Star Wars and the Force. I just went, it seems like when you say the Force, then people think of like a mocking voice saying, use the Force, Luke, you know, and so I didn't want to give it that tone. Well, it's good stuff. And your music's good stuff. Again, I want to send people to visit your site, mattwall.com. W-A-H-L is Matt Wall. Follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. And thanks so much for joining me, Matt. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song.